Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. when he must choose good or evil or to listen to our show this is barely adequate with chris and jay i'm jay i'm chris what's going on there chris we must be the lesser of two evils <laughs> we're neutral <laughs> or we're, we're two evils the lesser exactly I'm chaotic. I'm chaotic neutral myself i'm chaotic chaotic <laughs> you can't be chaotic chaotic well you don't know D at all do you <laughs> oh, we could get a whole discussion going on that one. We could, but we won't. <laughs> so what's going on, Chris? What's new? What are we talking uh, about this week? Well, I know, of course, uh, well, we didn't do Game of Thrones last week. We, so We did a little, but not too much. Yeah. Right. And after stuff last night, uh, yeah, we can. We definitely need to talk on the back end of the show. <laughs> right, well, this will be a slightly shorter show than some of ours because... Chris couldn't get his shit together, so... Hey, I blame my damn laptop or Microsoft or somebody. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. I did everything I normally do, and it didn't want to acknowledge that I plugged in a microphone and a headset to my computer. Uh, so we had to fart around with that for about 10 minutes. All right, so uh, we're going to have Game of Thrones. What else are we going to have? Well, we did have some MMA over the weekend. Yes, we did. Supposedly a very, very good card. I mean, they all blend together to me. People are like, oh, this is one of the best cards of the year. I'm like, yeah, um, yeah, they're all fun. I mean, so I don't know. Um, it was it, a shitload of upsets is what yeah, happened in that one. Holy shit. I don't know if you can call it a shitload of, upset, of, of upsets when most of the matches were pretty fucking even, if you look at the odds. The odds people, uh, and, and, I, and I don't mean our uh, our MMA site's uh, fantasy picking for for the for betting, because uh, mm-hmm. sometimes the odds for that are ridiculous. If you yeah. look at the actual Vegas odds, it, this was a really, really, really evenly matched card, almost every single one of them. So uh, I, I don't really see much in the way of upsets. I mean, a, a lot of those fights could have went either way. No, there's a lot of them that, I mean, you thought a lot different would be the outcome. I mean, like the uh, uh, Soto, I mean, after the, the the way he held his own for five, nearly five rounds with TJ Dillashaw when he got the, the surprise move to replace uh, Henan Barrow uh, in that title fight a few months back. He finally got to fight the guy he was supposed to have fought that night instead, and that guy knocked him out in the first round. <laughs> Yeah, but if you look at the actual odds, and you're talking about Soto, right? Yeah. That the, if you look at the actual odds, Soto was a favorite, but he was a 175 favorite versus a, uh, a 182 underdog. So according to Vegas, they didn't think it was that. Uh, they thought it was a pretty even fight. They didn't think it was that that much of a mismatch. Yeah. And I'm and I'm and I'm looking at all of them. Nobody is an underdog 
uh, more than 250, and only one of them is over two is under is uh, over. Are you 200. just talking the main card, or are you talking some of the undercard one, as well? One, two, three, the entire card, dude. Huh. <laughs> well, because yeah. uh, well, yeah, because with our fantasy site, and uh, congrats to you for taking first. I took second, but I took first in the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I took last in the money. I I, <laughs> I do I do a uh, go for broke approach if I'm if I'm not doing uh, unbelievable well. I only had two thousand in the first place, which is better. Which would have not put me in first, but it wouldn't put me close to last either. But if if my I, uh, if my uh, uh, parlay had hit <laughs> for the for the final thing, um, but I lost because uh, the Proctor fight that he got the uh, choke on the uh, the uh, guillotine on the guy in the third round. Um, I picked the other guy. Oh. If I hit two, I hit the other two, which were uh, by our site were like plus four hundred or or was it? There's a plus six hundred and a plus three fifteen that I right. picked. And then with the Proctor fight, if the Proctor fight had hit on a thousand dollar parlay, I would have won a hundred and thirty six thousand. <laughs> right, which is uh, which makes you feel pretty cocky right up until you find out who how much the number one guy in the site was. <laughs> I, yeah, I saw that. Holy shit. Yeah. Now I'm on I'm on another site. It's an uh, another league. It's an 18 person league uh, from the mixed martial arts site I hang out on, uh-huh. and I came I came in first on the picks for that as well, uh, which was making me feel cocky right up until the point where I saw first in the money was 43.7 million dollars. Yeah, and that's starting for people that aren't familiar with the site. That was uh, about a 10 week period starting in, in mid March, um, where he started with a thousand dollars. And he parlayed that into $43.7 million. I'm sure he's sitting around going, fuck, why didn't I bet real money? I know. Then you would lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So, uh, but, but the fights themselves are pretty good. I mean, I didn't mind picking wrong for the Henderson fight because, you know, he's such a likable right. guy and he's, what, 44 now. So <laughs> every time he wins, it makes me feel better about being 41. Uh-huh. See, I, the, the, the co-main. Uh, was definitely my my mixed emotions fight because I don't like Mitrione, but uh-huh. every time I pick against him, he wins. So he been well. No, I take that back. The last time he fought, I did pick with him. I'm like, okay, I'll do it for the points, and so I did pick him this time. So uh-huh. mixed mixed emotions of I lost points for that fight. But it was so nice to see him go, ow, 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 tap, tap, tap. <laughs> I have mixed emotions about him. Sometimes he'll say something funny and, you know, cool. I'll be like, all right, that guy's cool. And then, then he'll say something assholes or stupid. I'm like, okay, yeah, that oh, guy's not yeah. cool. Yeah, he um, says I more hate... assholes than stupid. Than... <laughs> I follow him on Twitter, and I have almost unfollowed him several dozen times. The only reason I haven't is because he follows me. <laughs> and when I looked at it, he's not an auto follower. He's got like 12,000 people following him, and he's following 600. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I'm one to six hundred, so I feel like, oh man, the guy's you know, the guy's following me. I don't think I should unfollow him. And he, uh, he does say amusing stuff, but sometimes he says really fucking annoying stuff. <laughs> I guess his nickname Meathead is fairly appropriate. That it is. <laughs> yeah, I, that surprised the fuck out of me. He went for his first takedown in UFC history. <laughs> the entire time the guy has been fighting, he's never went for a takedown. Yep. So in retrospect. <laughs> Because his very first takedown ended up with him getting choked out about what twenty seconds later. Oh, less than that. <laughs> that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. You on Twitter, he's like, "What the fuck was I thinking?" I'm like, "Well, at least, at least he knew he did the wrong thing. That's how you learn." It was the heat of the moment. 
yeah. And people, he's not going to expect this. Oh shit! Yeah. I've, <laughs> I've made a terrible decision. Yeah, <laughs> you could immediately tell. And people were going, "Well, I don't know why he went for a takedown in the first place. He was winning on the feet." I think no. Yes, he kind of was, but I, I. The thing is, I think he was getting frustrated because he was he was tagging Rothwell, but it really wasn't have much of an effect on him. You know, no. and I don't think he liked getting a hit by Rothwell, who hits rather hard. So while he was winning on the feet, I don't think he liked how the fight was going on his feet. <laughs> so I mean, because you could, I could hit you five times, and you could hit me once, and if you from the outside, it might look like I'm winning the fight. But uh, if those five hits didn't bother you, and the hit you placed on me bothered me quite a bit, well then guess what? You're actually winning that fight. <laughs> Not, not me. So, so people were like, "Oh yeah, he's winning on his feet." Well, maybe not according to him. Uh, what was the other one? Is uh, Ortega and uh, Alves? Yeah, yeah. Or was it Alves or Tiago? I always forget the which. Tiago Alves. Yes, that one. That one. That was a good fight. I really enjoyed that one. That, that I mean, it was a good back and forth, and finally he just held his own enough that he he caught him at the right time. Uh, you, you were you were kind of right when you said the underdog win because the slight underdog won in a lot of them. Like uh, in Bosch versus Henderson, it was minus one seventy five versus plus one seventy five with Henderson right. being a slight underdog. Rothwell was a slight underdog at plus one fifty five. Uh, okay, uh, Yancey Mendros was uh, was the biggest underdog of the night at, at plus two fifty, uh, yeah. but that one was appropriate. Orte- Ortega was a plus one thirty two. Uh, Bershak was one of the biggest underdogs at plus 182. I mean, you see the, right. you see what I mean, you know, very, uh, very, uh, competitive. Uh, someone, which, is, which just shows the MMA playground where we have our fantasy, league, fantasy league that we're both in. Um, mm-hmm. their odds are fucked up. But they can be, and I, and I take advantage of that. Oh, God, I yes. Yes, I do every time, especially with the Brazilian fights. That's oh, where I yeah. make the parlay money, man. They, they are so wrong on so many of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but uh, as far as like that guy that made the forty-three million, it's interesting to watch his betting pattern and see how that worked out because mm-hmm. uh, because it wasn't like he just nailed it right off the bat. He had a couple setbacks. Um, let me find him on here. I'll tell you about him about his. Uh, well, you're, betting. well, you're looking that up. I will say the other uh, very enjoyable uh, fight of the night for me was uh, seeing Bruce Leroy get knocked out. Yeah, that guy's kind of a douchebag. Well, that's the whole thing is that uh, I, that's why I definitely I've been watching the weigh-ins more before I make my picks and to watch him during the weigh-ins. I mean, he acted like a sullen little brat that he comes up on stage. It's like, let's get this over with, you know, takes off his stuff, just dr- just like throws it towards one of the trainers, doesn't even hand it to one of the guys. And as soon as they got out the towel right away, because, you know, he's going to be that close. Right. I'm like, OK, yeah, he's having problems with the cut. That's why he's cranky. <laughs> And right. yeah, he was at 136 to make the 135 weight. And as soon as he gets off the scale and gets his shorts back on, he is guzzling one of those liter boxes of coconut water. <laughs> so right. I'm like, yeah, Leroy not gonna. He, it's a whole moment of he definitely got that feeling of uh, you just want Chris Tucker to step in the ring of Smokey and stand over him, and just go, you just got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> okay, but as soon as, well, because who was who was his opponent again? I'm forgetting. Oh, uh, uh, let me look. He was fighting. Uh, damn it! I I, I, I spewed yeah. off of that already. Anyway. he was fighting that guy. Yeah. Anyway, it, Mayor, was, I think. it was that whole thing of when you see uh, Caceres step up on him and he throws a straight right, 
And, I mean, it was a straight down the pipe right, but you see the guy just stay right there in the pocket and move his head just that bit to the side where that fist just goes whoop, right past his ear. I'm like, oh, yeah, Leroy's going down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, basically, for the first couple of events, he did okay. Like, uh, uh, after the first event, he was up to 1,600 because he missed his parlay, but he uh, placed a $300 bet on someone who was uh, – a uh, 560 underdog in, uh-huh. in one. Then he was. Then after second bet, he was only at 2,000. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, still right around 2,000, a little bit higher. I mean, uh, he really didn't pick it up until he picked up on the third event, an 800 dollar parlay that gave him 3,800. Uh, yeah. And then, it, then still not much. Oh no, no, no. His first big win was a $2,000 parlay on the first, second, third, fourth. Fifth, sixth event that got him twenty four thousand, and then after that he was caught on fire because he placed a ten thousand dollar parlay wager that got him one hundred fifty thousand, and an eight thousand dollar bet that got him thirty two thousand. Then he placed a fifty thousand dollar parlay bet that got him seven hundred thousand, a hundred and fifteen thousand dollar bet that got him one hundred and four thousand. He was playing it safe, mm-hmm. uh, and, and a fifty five thousand dollar bet that got him fifty five thousand. Uh, then he got a fucking parlay again, a three hundred thousand dollar parlay that gave him three point five million, and then now, now it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, then a one point, then his next one was a one point five million dollar parlay that got him thirty four million. So then uh, he, he he just fucking took the fuck off. It was basically his last three events where it got crazy. He just made yeah. he won he he kept on and he, and he looks like he was making smart parlay bets. It looked uh it looked like uh most of them were uh. Uh, what like for instance the one that got him uh, the, the fifty thousand dollar parlay bet was a minus one ten a plus one hundred and a plus three ten mm-hmm. and the second then the next one was a minus one ten a minus one oh five and a plus two forty five uh, and the last one which is basically as risky as one was a minus one fifteen a minus one twenty and a plus six hundred um I guess we or should say, we should say at this point for uh listeners who are not familiar with MMA betting lines oh, yeah. with all our the plus minus numbers we're talking about here. Instead of being like a uh, most of your other typical odds, you're looking at you know two to one or three to five five to three or you know you you know you bet your hundred on a two to one, you're gonna win two hundred. Versus with these betting lines, say it's a minus one hundred, you're gonna bet a hundred, you'd win a hundred. Versus uh, if they're plus one hundred, am I saying this right? Okay, yeah, I'll. If yeah. it's a negative number, in. if it's a negative number, that's how much you have to bet to win a hundred dollars. So if it says minus one fifteen, that means you have to bet a hundred and fifteen dollars to win a hundred. So there if you, you bet that and you win, you'll get your hundred and fifteen dollars back plus another hundred. If it's yeah. a positive number, that's how much you will get uh plus that how much you will get from your hundred dollar bet. So if it says it's plus three ninety, that means you will get three hundred and ninety dollars for your $100 bet. If it says plus 400, you'll have to you'll get $400 bet from your $100 bet. If it says minus 400, that means you need to bet $400 to get $100 out of your bet. Yeah. I guess that's the easiest way to explain yeah. it. Yeah. And then with the parlays that uh, at least in our league you can do it's, it's almost like doing a trifecta or triple pick on the races that you're picking three different. Uh, granted, you're not picking the the place win show like you would at a race, but still, you're picking three different fighters, up to three different fighters. You got to pick at least two, but up to three, and then it's however much you put on that parlay that all three of them are going to win. And I, 
really don't know how the math goes into that on the parlay, but yeah, like I said, for, uh, was it, it as, uh, yeah, I had a plus 600, a plus 315, and a plus 400 were the three people I picked for my parlay. And for a thousand dollar bet, it would have brought me 136,000 and some change. So it's, yeah, that's yeah. where the parlays will make you the big money because you're, you're, it's longer odds because you're not betting on just the one fighter. You're betting on three people to win for you. And the more, yeah. the longer the odds are on those, on the fighters, the bigger the payback you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Any other MMA stuff? No. Oh, our league is open again. Anyone listening that wants to join, hit us up on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Hit us up on Facebook. Yeah. Definitely hit us up. Yeah. Okay. Game of Thrones, man. <laughs> okay, so uh, folks, we're going to be venturing into a lot of spoiler stuff now. <laughs> so um, put a bookmark or pause on this episode at this point and uh, come back and listen after you have watched uh, episode nine. So, uh, Oh, and it's then. probably a good idea if you watch all the episodes before that as well. That too. That usually helps. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Uh, do we want to jump into last week first or jump into last sure. night now? Well, well, let's, let's just jump into last week first because, you know, I've got really bad gas. And at one point, it sounds, I think it's going to get wet. So, ooh, can you smell that? You, put out, you can probably smell that. Yeah. That's, yeah don't, Funk don't, coming through don't, your radio. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't is my recommendation. Don't smell that. Um, anyways, yeah. Uh, last week's episode of Game of Thrones might be the best episode that they've had so far. I'd be that's what a lot of people said. Yeah. Yeah. Which which uh, which might make it the best episode of TV ever, depending on what your tastes are. Obviously, <laughs> obviously that's subjective. Well, I, I I will say I I did really enjoy last week's episode, and all I could think of is like, oh my god, it's the Zerg. <laughs> <laughs> but but at the same time, after watching last night's episode, the very ending of last night's episode, I was giddy. I will say that much. For the lows, it took you too earlier in the episode. The ending had me giddy. I was just like, that was fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. So many unanswered questions, though. And uh, okay, and, well, uh, I can, okay, let's. Okay, I guess yeah. we should roll it back to the. Uh, yeah. And I, by the way, I will be playing the ouch, the complainer throughout most of this. Uh, <laughs> I've already stated that I thought it was quite, quite possibly their best episode last week, and this week was pretty damn good too. However, since I'm uh, on that mixed martial arts forum. These guys are the kings of picking apart and complaining about, like, dude, if you sh- if you made it so they shit solid gold, they'd be complaining that you know that they didn't shit enough. I mean, <laughs> it's fucking it's ridiculous. Uh, but that being the case, some will make good points, and I and even though even if I don't agree with them, I do like uh, um, expanding upon them with you. Yeah, I like discussing. I like discussing. All right, All right first off. I even though we're talking about last week, I do have to interject now before I forget. Uh, right. Remember that little uh, thing I posted on uh, Facebook? Our little Castle Black. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stannis. Stannis can go fuck himself. Yeah. <laughs> Did I not call that fucking one? <laughs> I tried to distance myself a little bit from the thing, saying you know, from the statement, saying, "Oh, this is some of what they're talking about." But I pretty, I pretty much agreed with them once once they laid it out. I'm like, dude, Stannis is a little bitch. <laughs> all you know, he, he pretends like he's all honorable and all this shit, but he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't uh, he doesn't measure up to his own standards. Yeah, I think originally at a point though, Stannis was in the right to an extent by 
his claim to the throne being stronger because he's not an illegitimate inbred on the, on the throne. But then he became more obsessed, corrupted, or uh, righteous in his belief for the throne. And I think that's what led to those decisions that are less than honorable. <laughs> well, I mean, first off, I mean, and this one I was... It was a means to an end, and his wife was cool with it. But you know, sleep, cheating on his wife so that she could queef out a uh, a pussy demon to kill his brother. Um, I realize that they're following their own religion at this point, but there's some things that are just not right. <laughs> and I think that that should be somewhere on the list. Uh, so right off the bat, I was like, I don't know. Why everyone saying he's all honorable and cool and shit? I'm like, that doesn't seem like me as very cool. But, I mean, they were going to fight in a battle, and dead is dead, and whatever. I mean, obviously the wife was cool with it, so you can't really call it cheating if uh, she knows about it. So I was going to let that one pass. <laughs> See, if we, if we did episodes ti- episode titles, I'm almost tempted to call this one Queefing Out of Pussy Demon. <laughs> Go right ahead, sir. Um, <laughs> then, then point two, they're like, oh, he's so honorable, and this, that, and the other. It's like, well, he was going to kill his fucking illegitimate uh, nephew, fucking just to, uh, uh, just to uh, advance the war, and the only reason he didn't is because Davos uh, told Gentry to get the fuck out of there, and he's been rowing ever since. Uh, well, and, 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 no, and no one blinked an eye and went, oh, yeah, everyone thought that was fine. They're like, oh, well, you know, he's an illegitimate son, so it's not, it's not really like a blood relation to him. Why should he care about him? Because he's a fucking human being, and you shouldn't kill other human beings. How about that for a fucking reason? Um, I will say, though, just thinking back, though, that could be a little bit of shift or could point out even the bigger shift in what he was doing was wouldn't he the – I want to say it was Stannis on the show – that when he was talking with Jon Snow about, you know, being honorable, being an honorable man, that Ned Stark was an honorable man. Look what it did for him. Right. Yeah. I want yeah. to attribute that line to him, but I'm not 100 percent sure on that at this point. That's, that sounds about right. That sounds like a, the kind of hypocritical fucking bullshit thing he would say. <laughs> well, but that could be the, the statement. as well. well I know. Of, that's I know. that point. That's that point of shift in the mindset of going from the, the honorable man to like. You know, right, but right, right, honor exactly. doesn't win you the throne. That's a hypocritical statement, though. He's he's like, you know, uh, I realize I've been saying that I've been honorable and all this good shit, but hey, look what it did for Ned. So that's my excuse for not being honorable anymore. You fucking hypocrite. You, <laughs> <laughs> a bad deed doesn't wash out a good deed. I fucking somebody said that to me before. Yeah, and any any, <laughs> yeah, roasting your child for God is not no. That's that's there's no cleansing that taint on your soul and what about fucking davos i like the guy but come on man you put way more effort into rescuing than some dude that you'd met like an hour beforehand to define your king than you did into uh trying to save the uh the kid that you've known your entire life that taught you to read yeah, think about it he put way more effort into saving gentry than he did into saving the princess fucking he's like oh i want to take her with me oh i can't okay well Here's a carved out deer. Enjoy burning later. You know, he well, knew what was up. He knew what was going on. That's why he wanted to take her in the first place. You could tell. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But Gen- Gendry is a lot easier to hide than a princess whose half of her face is covered in grayscale. He didn't hide him at all. He's like, here, here's a boat. Get the fuck out, bitch. But but it's easier for him to run off and blend in somewhere. Ah, that's, yeah, whatever, man. Davos disappointed me, man. He just chickened out. Granted, um, to even to step ahead for talks of spoilers, um, 
with the do you watch the after the show oh yeah, yeah, yeah stuff yeah. The, yeah, it's, the, it's always interesting that you sometimes they have a different opinion of what happened than I did, and since they made the show up, I'm like, well, okay, maybe you guys are right. Yeah, well, that's what I'm trying to figure out too. Unless, it, um, uh, okay, well, two things for the after the after the show bits. Uh, just for the teaser trailer as well, I am looking very forward to something that's possibly going to happen because when it showed Brienne and Pod, and right when it cut to them, you hear someone saying the line, "You betrayed her." Are we finally? There's rumors we're finally going to see Lady Stoneheart in the in the finale. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> I do. I do. It's more book stuff. But at the same time, for book stuff, that's where I'm wondering if if uh, Benahoff gave away uh, a book spoiler because when they're talking about burning Shireen at the stake, that saying, and when I talked to uh, George about that and when he told me about it the way he phrased it he said George told him about Shireen being burned at the stake Shireen's still alive in at the end of Dance with Dragons right but I would assume anything super duper major like that is probably going to be the same you know well but at the same time that's what I mean though is that but there there's still enough things that have diverged between book and show at this point on some on some characters being killed I mean you know like Barrister Barristan Selmy. You know, Sir Barristan is still well alive in the books. <laughs> right, but he might kick off pretty soon too then. But at the same time though, he's alive to that point now where Daenerys has ridden off on Drogon, which was so fucking cool. And assuming Tyrion is going to replace that role as kind of the advisor in hand, because uh, thank God they killed off... Uh, I'm surprised they actually killed him. That uh, uh, his Dars, uh, the little bitch uh, prince there in Marine, or whatever oh, yeah, you want yeah. to call him. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. surprised that the the sons of the harpy killed him because I thought he was in league with them. Oh, 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 Sir Sir Lionel or Richie? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I didn't I didn't mind seeing him die. He was annoying. But I was kind of surprised that, too. Right at the point when he was sneaking away, I'm like, "Oh, he's sneaking away now." Oh, oh, he's. Oh, well, they stabbed him a whole bunch of times. I guess he wasn't sneaking away to help him, <laughs> which is what I expected. You know. But I'm almost wondering too. I was, I was looking close when they first stabbed him, and you didn't really see like the you know the gush of blood. I mean, like, did they fake stabbing him to make it look like he died? I I don't know. I don't think so. But at the same time, I, I did. I think they ran out of budget because Drogon was cool, but <laughs> but Drogon yeah, they, didn't look all that realistic. <laughs> yeah, the, the amount of budget they blew on Drogon as well as all the undead in the episode eight. <laughs> yeah, episode. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Walking Dead is like uh, they're all like, "God damn, oh. dude, really?" Yeah. <laughs> and like, then I, I I thought the funniest bit too though is that uh, with the uh, the spear wife, whatever her name was, that. <laughs> It was like, oh, I got a great new favorite character. Oh, shit, she's dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of characters, um, it was interesting. Uh, I Internet movie database can be a spoiler, but sometimes, or yes, not. Yes, it can. Well, it, but sometimes it's not, you think it's a spoiler, but it's not, because it turns out people can edit that. Uh, oh, yeah, someone was talking about that you can edit it, but I didn't, I don't know what you got to do to edit on that. It's kind of like, well, here's I something interesting. Bring um, it. Day before the uh, yes uh, Sunday show, I checked the Internet Movie Database because people said that uh, there's something interesting on there as far as like uh, um, 
was it this episode or next episode? Hold on a next second, episode. Wait. Well, there's a couple interesting things on it, but uh, game... Vengeance Stark. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, and now it's not on there. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to talk about. Yeah, they were. They said that, but the thing is, I think we saw them this episode. And but people are going back and forth about it whether or not it was him or not. Um, um, which on this episode that we just watched, episode nine, yes, when uh, when the when John brings the wildlings to the wall, the the dude who's standing there with uh, uh, Alistair Thorne, yes. At first, I thought that was Benjamin Stark, but people, but uh, and when someone posted a picture of it on my internet forum. I think it looked like Benjamin Stark, but they're claiming it doesn't look like him. Well, they, yeah, they, the camera lingered on him a bit more than you thought it would, just for mm-hmm. the random dude. But yeah, I don't think that was Benjamin. There's a, there's know. a, there's a lot like of people him. who think in the with the 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 hooded guy in the boat in episode eight when they're sl- rowing away entirely too slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, that, what the fuck uh, you doing, dude? Yeah, the the hooded boatsman because you don't see his face at all, and the camera does linger on him quite a bit. That people thought that that's you know Benjamin Stark, Westeros winner of hide and seek. Yeah, he's doing very well at it. But yeah, that's I did, how I knew that Merlin Errol fucking Trant was going to be in the uh, episode because I looked it up in I, IMDb. Right. Or... Oh, that little kitty fiddler! Oh God, makes me hate that dude even more. Yeah, <laughs> like we needed Oops. like we needed more reasons to hate that guy. Meryl fucking Trant. I still, killed the greatest swordsman in the entire world. I did have a good uh, dad joke that I made this morning. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you saw it. I posted it because uh, uh, our friend James Walborn posted a, a meme that showed 1-1, uh, uh, one, one, the giant, saying if, he, if, if this one turns into a white, they're fucked. <laughs> yeah, That's so what I did. But I posted the comment. I said, what does Elmer Fudd say when he sees a giant white coming his way? One, yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one too. <laughs> I'm so yeah. witty. Oh, so witty. <laughs> yeah. All right, sir, I got to go, man. I, uh, I you do? Say it. In yeah. more ways than one? Yeah, a couple of different ways, actually. <laughs> um, I, I, can I say just one more thing? Sure. I, I might okay. log out before you're done, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, the one other thing I wanted to say... Uh, based on when Sam was giving Ollie the speech about uh, sometimes men have to do things that others don't understand, but it's for the greater good. The camera focuses on Ollie and does the slow pull-in focus on it. If we're going by book stuff, and it could happen in the, in the finale, I bet Ollie's going to be one of the first ones to bury a dagger into John. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah but he's it, all pissed off about it. Well, it's, it's the toss-up of either he's going to be the first or the last. Which one, it depends on which one the writers feel is going to have the bigger emotional impact, the bigger sense of betrayal. But if I remember right in the books, wasn't it his steward or one of the, the lower guys was the first one to stab him? And that gets John like, what the fuck, dude? And then Alistair and the others start going at him. Yeah, which we which we never know. They might not uh... Yeah, they might not uh, do any of that. You never know. <laughs> I, yeah. I like the fact that you don't just because you read the books, you don't know now. I know. There might not be any rebellion. Yeah, yeah. and I will say for uh, anyone who's listening at this point as well that um, for people, especially for our friends over in the UK and Ireland and stuff, I read so much stuff 
on Facebook this morning of people that just don't know how to hold their fucking tongue that are posting pictures, spoiling things within hours of the episode being up and other things. Not everybody can watch at the same time. Talk to people in private, chat or whatever, or at least put up a warner and say, hey, we're talking about spoilers here like we just did at the beginning of our episode. But don't fucking ruin it for people. Just for, right. oh, look, 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 with your sense of you need to talk to someone about it. Find those people that you can talk to, but don't do it so blatantly fucking out in the open. Yeah, Assholes. Exactly. Yeah. Assholes. Okay. All right, cool. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, shit. If you want to get a hold of me on the internet, I'm Passive J. I'm Passive J everywhere. Uh, just type in fucking Passive J. You're going to find me, okay? There you'll find um, I'm over on Twitter at underscore Duckman underscore. We're both on Facebook on our page for the podcast. Barely adequate. Um, we also still have the one Barely Athletic that's still up on iTunes that uh, we haven't done in a long time, but uh, it came up in a discussion the other day. But hey, you can go listen to it if you want to hear more DDP and MMA stuff from way back. And uh, check out my blog, Making Through the Middle. Uh, I should have it up uh, later today over on blogger.com, and I'll have links up on our Facebook page as well. Cool. Cool. So uh, until next time, folks, may your week be blessed and your body mass be less. Oh, yeah. Snap into a ski crest. It's out. You sure you want to strain that much? Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.